Welcome to Stay of Homekins. We're the Homekins. We are. My- I. Who are you? Who am I? What's your name? What's my name? Say your name. Say, say your, your name. name. My name is Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, my. And, and your name? My name is Janie Haddad Tompkins. Mm, you're an actress. You're a. Comedian? And we're married to each other. <laughs> we fooled you guys. We, you idiots. We know each other. You're stupid. <laughs> Together, we're this podcast. Together. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> oh my God. That's right. God joined us in holy matrimony and we became a podcast. Uh, until God in his infinite wisdom separates us by yes, death. <laughs> until God in his wisdom separates us by death. Some beautiful vows we once saw on a wedding uh, on a wedding reality show. And that our friend Catherine now got to write into a script That's when right. she heard it. That's right. <laughs> uh, that'll be a little Easter egg for all you stay of home conserves. Like if you didn't get what Till Death Do Us Part was all about... <laughs> <laughs> also, if that wasn't grim enough for you, <laughs> how about that God is saying, now it is time for one of you to die, <laughs> and don't ask me why. Until God in his infinite wisdom, no, wisdom. separate. I thought it was You infinite. take it for granted that it's, it's his infinite wisdom. Eh. But it was just in, uh, God in his wisdom separates us by death. I think God, personally. I think God. <laughs> I think God. I think God... <laughs> It like gets a bad rap <laughs> for ah. for death. Mm-hmm. Because like, okay, like honestly, mm. first of all, I think the God thing sucks because it's not great. Because a lot why, of problems. Like, why is there suffering? Yeah. Like, why does there have to be suffering? Exactly. Does there have to be? I personally don't think there needs to be suffering. I think that less suffering would be like a much better ride. Yes. Personally. I, I think that life is hard enough to figure out and has its own share of every life has its own share of pain mm-hmm. without there also being abject suffering. Yeah, the suffering thing needs to dial it down like a lot of notches. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, suffering, take several seats. <laughs> hey, suffering, <laughs> don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way oh, out. Oh, shit. Why? I thought you were going to go with where the good Lord split you. <laughs> Tie it back in. Hey, suffering, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. There you go. We'll edit that earlier one out. Mm. That earlier take. Mm. I got my weekend water because... It's a fucking weekend, and also um, I'm I'm having a lot of emotions that I'm trying to deal with. You get so emotional, baby. <laughs> so not that like I need alcohol to navigate my emotions. <laughs> it did sound like that. <laughs> You're blowing off some steam. That's what it is. It's been it's been kind of a long week, ups and downs. Yeah. A lot, you know? lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on in like our own personal lives, mm. I guess. We're fine. It's more like career. I don't want to get into it because it's a stupid number one. And number two, it's like part of the deal. Yeah. That is unfortunately Rejection true. is part of the 
deal. Yes. And even knowing that, sometimes it still does sting when it happens. I don't... If Here's the problem. Here's always been my problem. I don't know how to go after something like a part or, or something without just being completely over the moon about it, open, vulnerable, like work on it really hard or whatever. Invested. You're invested. And and then I don't know how to turn that off mm-hmm. so that when I'm not hired, it doesn't feel so personally hurtful, even though like it's not personal. No, it never is. But there's like a side of myself that takes it personal. Like, yeah, like of the, course. The, I have failed my, like, not just like the world has failed me or the industry is, uh, you know, cruel or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, I feel like I'm doing something lesser than mm-hmm. in my approach to this business. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that like I think, well, if I just did this or if I had a million followers, no shade on you. (laughs) None taken. (laughs) You know, because I also I understand that the evidence shows that that doesn't move a needle anyway. I can tell you that's absolutely true. (laughs) (laughs) But in your mind, you make up these stories. Yeah. You make up these stories like, well, so and so, you know, this or nepotism or or or. Or viral this or or whatever, and and then you're like, but that's not me. Like I can't put myself out there in that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even though I do participate in social media, which <laughs> I kind of hate that I do, but like there's some fun parts of it sometimes, I guess. But like I just can't. I don't know. And also, I, that if if I knew that that was like a path to the kind of career I wanted. Mm-hmm and that was a guarantee, then I guess I probably would just unpleasantly forge aggressively ahead with trying to make that yes. happen for myself. I mean, look, we, I think you could say to anyone in show business who is not like a gigantic success, if there was something else that you liked as much, that you like doing as much, you would do that. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Or if there was some... Or if there was some like recipe that you could follow. Yes, absolutely. But a lot of people think that they have that. A lot of people, we've run into this a lot. I think every actor runs into this is that sometimes, a lot of times people who are successful, they give you advice based on their own experience. Specific recipe. Their recipe that. Well, here's what you should do. Their recipe that baked the cake without the soggy middle or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like. But you're not factoring in in the right place, right time. Like there's so much happenstance. There's so much serendipity that happens. You know, all so many things mm-hmm. have to come together at the same time. So many different elements. The planets have to align exactly. Yes, in order for you to get that part, you know. Yeah. And more often than not, that is not what happens, you know. No. M- most of the time, some people are – some people – some people have the plans aligned for them every day of their fucking life. They got that thing. And there's some people that, that get in a certain door where it's like, you know, uh, like a casting person will bring them in again and again and again and again. You oh, know? right. Like they'll be like, oh, I'm going to like die trying to get this person a yes. series regular. Yeah. 
<laughs> I had somebody like that, and then no one wants to do that for me. <laughs> I, I, Tony, there was a casting director that brought me in a lot, and then I got fired off a job, and then he never brought me in again. <laughs> oh, I remember. I no, but that and ha- you never heard from the guy again. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea other than it just still like the only thing I can say about the rejection is that I've gotten to a place in my life having experienced it so frequently mm-hmm. that I recover quicklier. Quicklier? Yeah. <laughs> oh my quicklier. God. Quicklier. I like quicklier. <laughs> Do it quicklier. Oh my God. Quicklier? Uh, quicklier? Quicklier. Wait. What more, was more I trying quickly. to say though? You, were, you, the, Quick, the, you recover from the... the, uh, the the rejection more quickly. I know, but what was the leer? Why did that happen in my brain? Faster? I, I can't explain Fast that. Leer? Fast, what, Fast like, leer? But what was Now happening? you're going off the rails. But I obviously, I, I mashed up to ad- Why are adjectives. you asking me what happened in your brain? Because I thought maybe you would know what the leer was. No. <laughs> I, I have no idea. But I will say that when you said it, it sounded Quigglier? completely natural. Quigglier? Yeah. Okay, my point is this, is and I had an Alexander, I think I've said this in the podcast before, I had an Alexander teacher who, now I'm talking about it, is going to make me sad because she has since passed away. Yeah. And I only studied with her for a year in New York, and she was <laughs> kind of special. Anyway, her name was Chloe, and... uh. She said, because I had can't come to her specifically with this problem mm-hmm. because I've been trying to crack this nut for like 20 years. Yeah. Like, how do you stay open and vulnerable in your work all the time and then turn into a hard ass on, on the business end of the journey? Yeah. Like, how do I, how do you do that? And like, I've literally have been on a path, like trying to figure it out. And she said something to me that I'll never forget, which the key isn't not disintegrating because you will disintegrate. That mm-hmm. is the human experience. Yeah. The, the, the question is how quickly can you learn to reintegrate? Mm-hmm. And I guess that's just like resilience or something. Yeah. And so I, I do kind of move through it a little faster, but it's still like, I would love to skip it. I know. I know. I would love to not give a shit. And I don't know how. Yeah, I know. I know. Because I honestly don't even think I can do a good job unless I do invest and and open myself up. Yeah. I I think I'm speaking about something that a lot of people probably are saying right now, like totally, totally, yes, yes. I me too, me too. Because I think what I'm describing is just something very universal. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless you're, like, a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are, thank you for listening. Or, I mean... I, I hope that this enables you to somehow uh, come out on top uh, among all other humans on the planet. Well, because I think about people who, especially in this past year, who have been on the front lines of, of COVID. Yeah. Um, especially in the health care sector mm-hmm. and now we're starting to hear and have been for a while i guess but like just the toll 
it has taken on them to witness so much uh, devastation and suffering and yeah. anguish and people not being able to be with their loved ones and all this stuff and like not having a cure, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like they probably go through this on like a scale times a gazillion because they, I'm think guessing like you go into caring as a profession because of just like being vulnerable, like you want to help other people. Yeah. And then to be traumatized by the reality of it, like that's got to be so hard. Especially and not even when, having time to process it. Especially when you've already steeled yourself to a certain amount of mm-hmm. pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And you are, it, it, I'm sure that it takes a while to get to that point where you can put those things in perspective and say, this is, I am, I am seeing a facet of life that is going to happen to everyone. Yes. You know? Yes. People get hurt, people die. Yes. You know? And to have that suddenly multiplied by hundreds, you know? I mean, I can't even imagine it because like, first of all, there's so many heroes in this pandemic i mean superman yes Batman. <laughs> but my point is this like i think i don't i think it's shitty that if people are able to get the vaccine aren't mm-hmm. who are medically able and they have it offered to them for free aren't choosing not to yeah in the face of what like Healthcare frontline has done for us mm-hmm. in this past era of this pandemic. Yeah. It's like insulting kind of. It makes me angry kind of like, okay, we can get into like, oh, they're willfully ignorant, believing certain propaganda, blah, blah, blah. But it makes me angry on behalf of the people that have worked. I know. That's, you know. I know. Because we're just dumb like Hollywood people. Like we don't know. We're not in the... You know, yeah, I saw online today, um, you know, uh, Daily Beast, uh, you know, put out this story that a guy who, you know, like bragged about not getting the vaccine, mm. now he's dead from COVID, you know, yeah, and um, you know, the the person who posted it, uh, this woman, Natalie Shore, was saying. You know, this sort of gloating is gross, essentially. You know, mm-hmm. it's like... Um, oh, like he was... Glo- you mean like the gloating about like... No, no, no. I the, didn't get the vaccine. No, 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 no. The gloating of, ah, this guy said he wasn't going to get it. Now he's dead. You know? Oh, there are people who were commenting under the post that were saying... No, this is the person who shared this link said this. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. Was saying, I don't I don't think this is good. I don't think this is helping anything, you know, to, to do this. And then Lori Kilmartin, whom we know, a really funny comedian who lost her mom to COVID, yeah. said, you know what? I'm the person that likes this. You know, these people are the people that killed my mother, you know, because they, they like wouldn't, shame them they wouldn't follow the rules. They wouldn't do, they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't help out, you know, they wouldn't help out when we were all called upon to help out. And, you know, I see, I absolutely see both sides of it. There, there is a, a sort of perverse pleasure you get in these people that are denying that COVID is a thing that are denying. I can't believe that we have been doing this for a year and we're about to go back into a quarantine probably. 
I don't think we'll lock down again, though. I, I don't fuck. I have no idea. I don't, I, at this point, I have no idea. I don't think we will because I think what they're going to do, I mean, this is going to, this is horrible, but I think they're going to say like, you know, there's a vaccine and just, you know, like if you want to come inside, well, like I know for a fact, like in Los Angeles, like where we are, cause I saw an article about it mm-hmm. that some businesses are actually requiring proof of vaccination or a negative COVID, uh, recent test to admit the premises. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be like a hardening soon that's coming upon the society. That's like, Hey, like, You just can't. I mean, what they did in France, like the guy in France, the president there was basically like, hey, we stayed home. Now it's your turn. We're the vaccinated ones. And you have to have proof of vaccine or proof of negative test to go anywhere. And on top of that, we're no longer paying for your constant testing (laughs) or whatever. And I'm like, but here's the thing. That's crazy. I want to say this because I don't. I can't completely blame anyone who is skeptical of vaccines that is a little leery of something yeah. that is like the government made this. It's not, but you know, the, the, the constant refrain is it's not FDA approved, you know, yeah. and all this shit. They rushed it out. However, it does seem to be effective. Um, and if you're, if you're skeptical of injecting something into your body because of trust issues, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that you could, you know, just kind of take a leap of faith on this one. But it's the people who are just, they just like saying things like, I'm not a sheep or, right. you know, I have my values or whatever. You're not going to tell me what to do. And it's like, yeah. that's, that kind of shit. That's when I tune out. Like for, like for, okay, there was this viral viral i guess someone sent it or i saw it on cbs this morning i guess they had gone and they had interviewed this man in the um hospital who was recovering from a very serious case of covid and the interviewer was like are you going to get the vaccine now and he said no um i'm not going to because you know, it's too new or like the thing that you said about the FDA thing or whatever, he was like, no, I'm not, uh, you know, it's like, it's, you know, it's too soon. I I don't know enough. Uh, it's my choice is my freedom. Don't shove this down my throat or whatever. But then someone on the thread on the, when I saw it online was saying like, he's fully rejecting a new medicine that could save his life and other people's lives because it won't get approved until like January. Cause they're saying January. Uh, however, they most likely used a uh, fast tracked unapproved, uh, antiviral treatments on him yeah. to save his life. Yeah. So like there was a hypocrisy of his exist in his existence in a way, yeah. because when he was like, Oh, it's cuckoo. Hi, cuckoo. Cuckoo's coming out. We're talking about We're talking, talking about, about COVID the cuckoo. Again. We're talking about the cuckoos. <sighs> or we're talking about cuckoos. <laughs> I mean, my point is like, there was just a crazy hypocrisy of like, I'm sure he was fine with whatever, like, 
quickly approved thing to reverse the symptoms of the virus. Right. But right, right. so like it didn't even match up kind of, you know what I mean? Like it just yeah. didn't, you know, it didn't match up. I know. It just feels like everyone's, everyone is just, we're all just parroting various talking points, you know? And, and people, so are just people saying, are not going to budge because they're kind yeah, of like dug in. Yeah. And there's been a lot of these like interviews on the, on the TV lately that have been like, Oh, why aren't you getting the vaccine? And then when someone starts talking and they start saying like, it's new, we don't know enough yet. I'm like, kind of like, okay, I, I believe you. I relate to that, blah, blah, blah. And then when they go into, it's my choice, it's my freedom. I'm like, I'm like, oh, shut up before you say that because yeah. just say you're scared just say you're yeah, scared absolutely like we're all scared yes. like this is a scary thing and we're all uh, and and my whole thing with these pockets of the unvaccinated my wish is that they knew more vaccinated people because yeah, i think I that would actually sway Maybe so. certain communities Maybe so. if they knew other people that got it and they're like it was no big deal i yeah. had a I, I had chills one day no big deal mm-hmm. you know uh, I got a breakthrough case of the Delta and I, it didn't make me sick or, you know, even though I got it, like all of that kind of, uh, experiential witnessing Mm -hmm. of people they know and trust and as opposed to seeing things through the internet or whatever, I think that could move the needle, Maybe, but it's, that's a slower, that's a slower crawl. I I think I know because they're in actual communities that the communities believe certain things. I know. And there's so much, there's a lot of disinformation and, you know, people just, we're, we're in this place now where people just, they want to think what they want to think. And I like, look, I do too. You know what I mean? But they're, they're eventually like the, 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 the shield cracks and you're like, I can't believe this thing anymore because I've seen evidence to the contrary, you know, right. I've learned something and I can't pretend that I haven't learned something, you know, I, I don't know what, I mean, I don't know. Now, hold on a second. We have to get back to something. Why do you think God gets a bad rap when it comes to death? Because I'm just saying like, cause okay. Because like, you know how, when you lose a loved one and you're so upset and then you're like angry at God or whatever, But like God is supposed to be all knowing and kind. Mm-hmm. So supposed to be. That's what I'm saying. So like why like <laughs> then we're also attributing like death to death to him? Because God in his wisdom has separated us by death. Not us, I mean anybody. No, I'm s I know. Why would his wisdom want to separate any, like a young person? The Lord moves in mysterious ways, his wonders to perform. We'll never know. That's the thing. This is the, look, here's what's great. God has it all covered. He does? Yes. Because he's God makes you live. He makes you die. (laughs) He's like omnipotent or whatever. Yeah, but he's got his, he's got his angles covered. I mean. So it's always on you. Oh. You can't get mad at God. That's like some people that I've had to detach from in my life. That's right. Detach with love. Because in um, my, my friends said this today, and I, I w- appreciated hearing it again, that detachment can be very loving. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. that's something I also struggle with. Do you guys want to hear more of my struggles? I feel like that's all <laughs> I talked about tonight. Your comp? My struggles. Mine comp? <laughs> no. Um, is that what that really translates in German struggle, to? Just like yeah. my struggle? Yeah. But it's not about detaching with love. I mean, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. I'm just saying if you need to detach from someone, know that it can be very loving because ugh, it's like really hard to do. Mm-hmm. It is. So tell me more about you, Paul. All we've done is talk about my stupid fucking feeling. Honey, I won't hear that. Right before we started the podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, like... I was like, thank you so much for letting me be so crazy. And Paul's like, will you let me be crazy? And I was like, oh my gosh, like, is that marriage? Why Why did you do that? I don't know. You're like staring at your watch. I'm the not wa- staring at my the watch. watch of the you podcast. don't know what I'm looking at. You're, I'm looking at my these eyes lights. are up here. My eyes are up here. <laughs> They're up here. But you're also telling a thing that I was there for, and I already heard it because <laughs> I was one of the people that was saying it. I'm going to change it, and you're not going to know. Oh shit! Never mind. <laughs> I don't know what to change it to. That was to. a big change. But why don't you tell us about your feelings? I and will. Your life. I will. Right after this break. What? How dare you? <laughs> Spoon the magic cereal. Magic Spoon. <laughs> Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring us. Thank you, Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon, we love you. Thank you, Magic Spoon. All right. Now, look, if you've listened to a podcast, you know the deal. Magic Spoon. It's a delicious cereal. We're all trying to eat better, but healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love, but without all the bad stuff. Not emotionally. That's up to you. Sure. All right. Growing up, cereal is one of the best parts of being a kid, but you feel like you have to give it up because you realize it's full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat. But Magic Spoon is here to save the day. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving? Only 140 calories a serving? It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb? You can build your own box or get a variety pack with available flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon? This is not to be believed. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you could be reading what I'm reading right now, and the only way you can is if I read it to you. Magic Spoon is bringing back two super popular flavors. Cookies and cream. No, that's one flavor. And maple waffle. That's the second one. And they're bringing them back permanently. When these flavors were first introduced for a limited time, they sold out extremely quickly. Quicklier, if you will. Let I want to let my listeners know. My listeners. Janie's not in the room. I'm coming back. She, she, she's coming back. You should make sure to get these again or try them for the first time. They're delicious and my favorite. Indulgent. Go to magicspoon.com slash homekins. 
Magicspoon.com slash Homekins. To grab your delicious cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code Homekins, Homekins. at checkout to save $5 off your order. And $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. I mean, get a load of this. They back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. Magic Spoon, you crazy for this one? Cocky. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund you your money, and they're not even going to ask you why. They're like, that's a shame for you. Here's your money back. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash homekins and use the code homekins to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. You know how I was saying I was having all these feelings, and they're really hard. Well, I bet you also have feelings and sometimes they're hard. So I think that our wonderful sponsor, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp, is a wonderful thing for you, our listener, to explore. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, not amateur. So you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. This service is available for clients worldwide. So no matter where you are, if you have internet, you can partake. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or home sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, which is important, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need. It's more affordable than traditional counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. We do too. So go to www.betterhelp.com slash Homekins, and you, our listeners, can get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P.com, slash Homekins, and take care of yourself. It's an after-dinner podcast, right? Yeah, it is, of course. So We've never said otherwise. Why don't you try Green Chef? Green Chef, that sounds familiar. Well, it's a wonderful, wonderful service. They provide meal kits. Right. Uh, we love Green Chef. So Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy-to-follow recipes, perfect for Kato, Kato, Kalen, Paleo, plant-powered diets, or even if you just want to eat in a more balanced way. Personally, we tried the balanced ones. Yeah. You like those. It was really good. I've tried Keto and Balanced. They're all really good. I've never tried to eat Paleo because I don't really know what that is. Well, it's Caveman. Oh, okay. But... Does the caveman come cook for me? <laughs> no, I think the paleo is, a, is just a club in a box. Anyway, <laughs> I'm kidding. I I'm like kidding, Green Chef. the balanced ones a lot. Mm-hmm. They're expert chefs design flavorful recipes that go way beyond ordinary for a diverse array of meal plans and plenty of options to choose from each week. So you can fold into living a healthier lifestyle easier into your life if you partake of these wonderful um, meal kits that That's they deliver right. and if you're not really good at cooking or you don't know how to design menus it takes all of the thoughts like mental load out of it yeah it's the the, the portions are perfectly proportioned and um, all you have to do is follow the instructions and guess what you just cooked and I, I will say this this is something I personally like to do 
that they don't even ask me to do. But like, I like to take um, pictures of food. It's just like it's true. I I like to take I take pictures of food a lot, and so the recipe cards have the pictures of what the food is supposed to look like (laughs) after it comes out of. So I'll like plate my Green Chef meal exactly the way it is in the recipe card, and then I put it side by side. Mm-hmm. And then I take a picture and it's really satisfying. I don't know it's, why. It truly is satisfying. <laughs> like, I, can, I can attest to that. Because I've made recipes from cookbooks before that don't match the picture. Yeah. So anyway, please, our listeners, go to greenchef.com slash homekins100 and use code homekins100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. That's a full Benjamin, y'all. Greenchef.com slash homekins100. And we're back. we're back. Finally, time for me to tell my thrilling stories. I know. I I know. And I, I was like, you know, I was like, I don't know about the ads. I feel not perky. And then we did the ads and it was kind of fun. We Look, we only do the show for the ads. That's where <laughs> we come alive. I was like, okay, we got through it. And now we're back. And uh, you got stories to tell? You got stories to tell. You got promises to keep. You've got road to travel. What's that from? My Harry head. Chapin. Oh. oh. <laughs> that like it was from a Harry Chapin song. Oh, could have been. The woods are lovely, dark and deep. Mm. Um, yes. Well, you're in one of the stories. How do you like that? What the fuck? Yeah. Really? We heard that at the Huntington Gardens in Los Angeles. Fucking love the Huntington Gardens. They have two... Corpse flowers. Do y'all know what that shit is? These are these legendary plants. They are flowers. They're gigantic flowers. Yeah. They only bloom every seven years or something. I have what? How do you know that? It's I because I remember hearing about them. I've known of them for years. Okay. Of this flower. And the reason they're called corpse flowers is because they smell like a corpse. They don't smell like magnolias. They no. don't smell like gardenias. They smell like a rotting body. And so we heard. <laughs> well, we not heard because I'm there. on the mailing list. Yes, she's on That's the Huntington Gardens mailing list. It wasn't a secret. And yeah, it wasn't a secret. It's not a game of telephone. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so we we see these things, and we're just like, we got to go there. We got to see the corpse. This is, this is a you know, it doesn't happen all that often. No, we got to go there. We got to get that stench. Also, I don't mean to it. brag, but. And I feel pretty smart about this. I have a membership. Yes. To the Huntington Gardens because you crunch the numbers. It pays for itself. That membership is a steal. By the you way, can go there paid, whenever you want. It's I have beautiful. Taking people. It's yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's actually a huge bargain, that membership. It kind of is. Yeah. So we go there with our friend David Reese of Election Profit Makers Fame. Who has just moved to Los Angeles like a year and a half ago and has not gotten to really live in Los Angeles. Yes, he got here because... right at the beginning of quarantine. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know anything about Los Angeles. And we're like, okay, do you know about the Huntington Gardens? And he was like, what? What's that? <laughs> he sounded like an idiot. He didn't know what the fuck it was. No, he didn't know. It was ass from his elbow. No. Nah. So then we tell him about this corpse flower. Yeah. And he's like, I want to see that. Then we get, there's like a tweet the Huntington puts out that says... This is the last day to see the corpse flower. Yeah, because I think that once they bloom, they kind of go to sleep, or I don't understand yeah. what they do, but like they're not around. They're very mysterious, like to God. See it. Yes. <laughs> God in his infinite wisdom. Um, so I think they just shove them back wherever they belong, I have, you know, in I the don't gardens. Know. Um, 
So we're like, great. Spur of the moment plan. We're going to go. Like this morning, we were like, do you want to go see it on the last day? Do you want to go see this giant, terrible smelling flower on before it's too day. late? On the last day. Yeah. And he says, yes, we made it happen. <laughs> I did not sleep well last night. I didn't. I went to bed later than I usually do. I, ba- I was back to normal sleeping hours. And then last night I stayed up a little later. I didn't know that you stayed up late last night because, by the way, I was like in the bed. Yes. Like, we went. We had a lovely dinner at a friend's house last night. Yeah, it was nice. Really wonderful time. Outside. We're still doing outside, yes. even though we're all vaccinated. It's yeah, just, yeah. We're playing also, it safe, baby. It's just like, you know, it's nice out at night yeah. here. So. so I was still, I think, like a little wound up from having a nice time and I wasn't ready to go to bed yeah, yet. Yeah, I didn't realize that this morning because I left early yeah. in the morning. But then my body in the morning was like, no, 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 we get up at this time now. And so I was just awake. So you short-sheeted yourself. I short-sheeted myself. I short-changed myself. Yeah. I played myself. Congratulations. <laughs> and so I, so I get up, I go to the gym, I come back, shower, and by the, it's getting close to when we're going to, when David's going to get here, we're all going to go over together. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I know you won't, I almost lost you. I'm so tired. So then I was like, I have an idea. <laughs> you just like sit here and think about things and I'll leave you alone for a little while. <laughs> and I went in the other room. <laughs> I was like, and then I fade, I walked backwards out. Of the yeah. Room. Yeah. That didn't help by the way. Because when it David got here, did, but... well, when David got here, I was like, I don't know. I'm really tired. And then here's where you did help. Okay. You said, well, what, we'll, we'll go to the coffee shop there uh-huh. and we'll like sit down. And if like you want to just caffeine. relax for a little yeah. bit, um, you can just do that. So we go, we go to the coffee shop, we get like some iced we get tea caffeines. or whatever. Yeah. We get some caffeine. While we're there, we see this amazing ice cream, this oh, yeah. periwinkle blue ice Which cream. Which I didn't see. Y'all saw it, but y'all couldn't stop talking about it. it because like, it was very, it looked like future food. It looked like <laughs> if you were on Star Trek, they'd be like, would you like some Caledorian ice cream? <laughs> the way they were talking about it too. I was like, they're like, it's the most beautiful ice cream I've ever seen. <laughs> it and was so, beautiful. Like in my imagination, I was like, what the fuck is with this ice cream? Like, what are they talking it about? It's honey lavender. I've seen a lot of ice right? creams in my day. You know? Oh, look, hey, I'm not trying to, t- I'm not trying to. Tell you, you have not seen a lot of ice creams in your day. I know you. So we go, we have our iced tea, and we're like, we're coming back from the ice cream later. Let's go. First order of business, see the corpse flower. Yeah, we got to see it. That's why we were there. That's why we were there. And it's fucking 90-something degrees, y'all. Very hot outside. I mean, we're wilting. We're like, we're pushing through. In this heat. We're passing by all this amazing stuff, pointing it out to David on our way to the corpse flower. This is this. There's all these signs. Did you know? You know, and all this shit. And we're like, nope, corpse flower. Nope. Didn't know it. Out of my way, people. Yeah. Didn't know it. Didn't care. On our way to see the rotting dead body flower. Corpse flowers. And they had names. They did it well. So we get there. We have to put our masks on. It's inside a greenhouse, this big greenhouse. So we put our masks on. We go in. Both flowers are closed up. Now. When we got there, we asked the person who, who took our tickets, yeah. is the corporate flower still open? And she said, yes. And she said, but, and this was, I appreciated her honesty. She said, you can't really smell it. They only really smell 
between like midnight and 4 a.m. And Talk I, about false hours. I was like, oh, that's very convenient when you are absolutely completely closed. Who I I and then I made a terrible joke to her. Remember, I said, "Oh, so I guess we got to break in the gardens in the middle of the I night." I could not tonight. believe you were saying that. I was like, "This is not. You can't make jokes like that anymore." <laughs> I was like, "So are you saying we got to break into the gardens tonight?" In the middle and then of the night? her her comeback was, "Or you could just watch it online and pretend you can smell the it like li- I did." <laughs> the live stream. Yeah. So we get to the corpse flower. <laughs> And these motherfuckers are closed. They're not open. Closed as the the the, the neighborhood tavern on Sunday. The little blossoms are like clamped shut, like yeah. like you know, like your sister's. It's like little shop of horrors on prom oh my God. night. <laughs> it's like little shop of horrors before the the plant starts talking. It's just yeah, straight up never talking. Big green thing. That's never it. Stops talking. They did have names. Talking. The names were Green Boy, not. Not not great. Little not a great. green though. It was a little green. It's a pl- it's a plant. <laughs> green boy. <laughs> I like green boy. Green boy. <laughs> I don't know if this is better or worse. The I other know one's why named- they named it that though. Why? Because there's a famous After blue boy. Yeah, there's a famous painting named blue the okay. blue boy. You know what? Which is at the Huntington Gardens. Yeah, yeah. I I retract my criticism. It's the green boy. That's fine. It's cute. Right? That's perfectly it's fine. Cute. The other ones. Stinky. I know why they named it that now, too. Because it smells like a rotting corpse when it blooms? Yes, but there's another painting at the Huntington Gardens named Pinky. There's Green Boy and Pinky. There's the Honey, girl and the girl and the pink. I just figured it out. Got me. I didn't know that until literally just this got minute. Just this very minute. You cracked the case. That's Green exactly Boy what and it Stinky because there's Blue Boy and Pinky. Huntington Gardens, I owe you an apology. And now I kind of like want to tip my hat. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, this is like a Kaiser Soze moment for me. <laughs> me too, actually, because I was there all day today. <laughs> You're like Chaz and Palminteri, and then I'm the person that Chaz Palminteri tells later. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guess what? This guy that I was interviewing for two hours, he made a bunch of shit up. He's just looking around my office. <laughs> okay, wait. I was just thinking what would be insane. First of all, they're enormous. There's plants. They're, they're like the, I think they're the biggest flowers in the world. Are they? I think so. Really? Yeah. Maybe not, but they're up there. Gotta be in the top four. Okay. I'm, we have a terrible, we're not good with, plants or any living things barely no. ourselves okay we have like black bare- thumbs yeah and so <laughs> i do have some plants going at the moment that some friends gave me they're still going now i will say this is the I've most successful them. plants that we've ever had because we have people have given us plants like they this die. plant you don't you have can't to do kill anything it. you can't kill it put it in a Guess closet what? fucking kill it they all died uh, wouldn't it be funny if the I the only plant I had I want is a corpse flower. And nothing else will do. And nothing else. And so I'm like, I have this corpse flower and it's this giant thing that we have to make all this space for in the corner of the living room. Because we definitely have it inside. <laughs> well, they had it inside at the thing. They did, but in a pot. I feel like it maybe it goes I don't know where they keep it normally. I don't know if they're they're not always there, I don't think. They travel around, right? They like uh, they're on the move. They're like a traveling exhibit, like a circus. They're like, they're like, we got to go 
From this town to this town. And one Gamal. See this giant <laughs> flower that stinks. <laughs> you won't the- believe how much you don't like how it smells. Oh, my God. By the way, huge missed opportunity not having you as the carnival barker for the flowers. You know what, though? Because that would be so fun. I feel like that's a job I would have agreed to. And then when it got to be 90 degrees, I would have been like, why am I doing this? And also you have to say the same things over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it would be so... It would elevate the experience. Oh, I th- abs- of course it would. If they had a big poster, like old carnival style <laughs> yes, poster of and this, you got the top hat, you got flower. the tails. No, you- not me. Oh, I'm not on the poster. You're next. To, you're I'm not- next to the poster. Posters of the corpse flower, of course. Okay. Yes. Wait. If you okay. Wait. I have a question. Mm. So I'm running the Huntington Gardens now. Oh, hello. Nice to meet you. Hi, I ran the Huntington. Thank you for seeing me. Hi, I ran the Huntington Gardens. Yeah, I know. I heard you're really good at carnival barking. Here's the deal. I don't know who you've heard this from, (laughs) but uh, I dabble. Okay, hush. I want (laughs) to install you as the carnival barker for the corpse flowers. Here's what I'm wondering. Mm. Would you prefer to stand at the entrance and talk about the corpse flowers, hype, like hype the corpse flowers before people go in, or would you prefer to be in the presence of the corpse flowers. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I am myself a traditionalist, and I believe that my place is outside the exhibit, ushering people in. Oh, like, come on, come all, see. Exactly. The the barking in question. You can't imagine what your eyes are going to tell you. Do you you dare to keep your nose open and go inside? (laughs) By the way... The Huntington Gardens would sell fucking out. You, they would sell fucking out. They, they think Pinky sell out. They think Stinky and Green Boy is it's enough. Like this vast property. <laughs> how could they? Sell? they how would, many people would be a sellout from the Huntington Gardens? Because it would be staggered entrances because of COVID, mm-hmm. and so they would be like, "We give ten people an hour, you know, access or whatever." Right, and there would be people like. Refreshing the website like over and over, like I can't get it. T- I gotta can't see get- the barker. <laughs> I gotta see that guy yell. Okay, and then wait. see the flower that stinks. <laughs> wait, okay. If it's Green Boy and Stinky, yeah. What is your caramel barker name? It has to have like a smell uh, pun. Does in he it. ever have a name? It's the caramel barker pun. never has a name. But is he the like smell of old barker? Why can't it be a color pun like Green Boy? <laughs> The Greenville Barker. Greenville Barker. Yes, that's what it is. It's the Greenville Barker. Because bark is from trees. The Greenville, the Carnival Greener. The Carnival no, Stinker. You had it. Carnival Stinker. No, thank you. I quit. The Carnival, the Odorous. The Odorous. The Odiferous. Odiferous. Order. <laughs> so, the corpse flowers are closed. We don't get we to smell at, the corpse. We did look at them for like all of a minute. Yeah. And they were like, they're still, I gotta say, they're still they're pretty imposing. Stunning. They're yes. like, they're kind of like weird and exotic and yes. they feel alive. They feel prehistoric. They are alive. Yes. But they feel alive, like alive. Yes. You know what I mean? Alive. Ironic, considering what they smell like. Because <laughs> they so did. So we left and then uh, Janie was saying, let's go to the Chinese gardens. I needed to show David the, the grounds. He's and never I, been. I said... You know what? 
I'm going to sit on that bench under that tree over there. You hopped off the train. You hopped, hopped off, off the, the train. train. I took, I took it. I, I took advantage of the suggestion from earlier. And I said, you know what? I've been here before. David hasn't been. I didn't know you had in your mind in that moment, the earlier suggestion. What did you think I was thinking? I don't know. I thought you were just kind of like, I thought you were just kind of like in the moment deciding it. I didn't know like I had planted. I'm now that I'm hearing you planted this, it as an option. Yes, but now that I'm hearing this, I'm loving it in a way more than I did. <laughs> By the way, there's a guy at the gym that I see sometimes who wears a McDonald's hoodie, and on the back it says, "I'm loving it." And I'm fascinated by it. Like, like unironically, he wears this Who to the gym. Knows? By the I way. mean, it's like it's gym clothes. Do you think that he like he has to work out because he can't stop eating McDonald's? Maybe he's like, I know this makes me feel like shit. Yeah, I eat this food. I might have a heart attack. Maybe he got the the hoodie from eating like a hundred Big Macs, and he had a heart attack. Yeah, and, and he's like, I gotta, like, I gotta, I gotta get, get healthy. It's gonna remind me. <laughs> but I will wear this as a punishment. I don't think so because it fits. Um, and he's not like 5,000 pounds. Also, he's pro- probably the reality is just like, he's like, I like junk food. And I cannot lie. And so I'm just going to work out so I can eat junk food, or which he just, is kind or of he, the purpose of working or out. Or it's ironic. Like he found this and he's like, this is stupid. I'm going to wear it to the gym. <sighs> uh, anyway, so I sit down on the bench under the tree and I cannot tell you how much it embodied the word pleasant. Are you telling me, and I'm happy that you're sharing this now because Mm -hmm. I didn't know this until just this minute, that you had sort of like a spiritual moment or a meditative... Meditative. Spiritual, I think, is going too far. You were able to embark on a... On a meditation, like a... Yes, because, don't forget, my phone also was very low in juice. And so I really just sat there and... Just hung out. And it wasn't too hot for you. No, I was in the shade. The sh- By the way, the shade was perfect because it extended to, because the, 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 it's a big tree. The bench is right at the base of the tree and the shade extends out like, I want to say like three feet past where I am. Uh-huh. So I still had all the, the, the light of the day to see, but I was in the shade still. Sure. Like firmly in the shade. Yes. And very comfortable. There was like a little breeze. It was beautiful. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Because I was like a little worried. I was like, oh shit. Like, did we leave Paul behind? Like, I was like. Never leave a man behind. (laughs) And I was like. It's one of our rules. I was like, oh man. But then I was like, okay, here, David, here's Chinese gardens. This part's new. Like, I know this place like the back of my hand because yes. I've been there so many times. And uh, I was taking them around the new part. And then we go up in the top, this like big pagoda type thing. And there's like a docent in there. And <laughs> I was like, oh, this is like, you can kind of look out over everything. And this man, I want to say he's like in his 70s. And he was like, Oh, um, do you guys have any questions? And, uh, well, it turns out our friend David was like, I do. And, uh, I was just wondering if the limestone around the garden is fabricated. Cause there's all these like giant limestone kind of like formations as 
centerpieces, yeah, like all around the garden. They're they're you know various Strange shapes. shapes, and they have holes in them and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and of course, David asks me things. I know nothing. I don't know the answers to the things he asks me. Like I know where to go and where all the public bathrooms are. <laughs> And like what the food is, you know what I mean? Like he's like actually asking me things about like the garden. Right. And I was like, I don't know that. Like I know. What's this plant? Yeah. And I'm like, uh. Read the sign. (laughs) Did you know it's on a sign? (laughs) I was like, no, this is where you go. Like if you want a good view or whatever, like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like I'm like enjoying it. I know this is good for pictures. I'm like enjoying it on a different level. But then, so the, the docent guy was like, Fucking awesome in a crazy weird character. Like we were having totally different experiences because Paul was off in his meditation mm. under a fucking tree, and we were like <laughs> up there, and the and the and the guy was like, he goes, <laughs> "Excuse me, <laughs> formations, uh, uh, fabricated, fabricated." <laughs> fabricated like oh my delicate ears <laughs> kind of like <laughs> like a thing and and then he was like no my dear boy kind of yeah. i mean this is like his that his, was that was the tone the tone was he, my it was a very my dear boy tone it was like my dear boy he was like he was like well if you consider them being shaped in the river of China or whatever fabricated than yes or whatever you know what I'm saying yeah. like like and then he like goes on to tell us all this stuff about the gardens and like how the entire Chinese garden was like uh imported mm-hmm. from China yeah like if you're not familiar tons. with Huntington Gardens if you've never heard of it, it 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 it's this of course it's like these insanely wealthy people uh from in, the robber baron days. from the robber baron days. Who had this vast property. Railroad money, apparently. I yeah. learned that today. Railroad money. And so they, the gardens are various plants and like ecosystems from all parts of the world that are imported to this garden. Yes. There's the Chinese garden, the Japanese garden, the rose garden, the Australian garden, the bamboo forest, the palm forest. Yeah. The desert garden. I mean, it goes on and on it's, and on. It's incredible. It's like you're walking from one to the other. It's like Epcot for plants. <laughs> 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 it's like an organic Epcot. And that that is not even to mention the indoor exhibits that they have. Of, yes. Like great works of art and this extensive library. And, yeah. Well, it's called the Huntington Library because yeah. I guess the they main have a thing- Gutenberg Bible. They have like a um like a Dickens first edition Nicholas yeah. Nickleby there, don't they? Was I it Nicholas don't know. Nickleby? What is the one I sent you the photo of? Or was it a different Dickens? It might have been a different Dickens. I'm gonna look Google it after this. Okay, though. look at Google. Um but my point is is like it is this insane place where they lived. Oh, and what was the thing about the the Japanese gardens were a gift to his wife? Huntington's gift to okay, his wife. So this is what I learned today is like, okay, so the Huntington dude, he's super rich. He builds a railroad, blah, blah, blah. He has a wife. So what? <laughs> he has a wife. So what? So what? Who doesn't? So what? Who cares? So what? Who cares? <laughs> he has a wife. So what? Who cares? Fred and, <laughs> so, wait, so, wait. so what? Who cares? So what? Who cares? So he's so rich. He doesn't have a wife. He has a mistress. The mistress is 29 years younger. Wait, so what? Did you who say cares? he didn't have a wife? He had a mistress? 
No, he has a wife. Okay, okay. Oh, there so, say, instead of a wife, he had a mistress. No, he's so rich. Yeah. He has a wife. Yeah. And he has a mistress. That's what rich people do. He's got a wife. He's got a mistress. Mistress 29 years younger. So what? Who cares? It was Robert Barron days. <laughs> it was different. <laughs> She's different. She's younger. So then I guess, so the wife dies. I don't know the circumstances. I didn't ask. I was hot. I kind of wanted to go, yeah. but whatever. I might Google it. So then she dies. He marries the younger mistress. By the way, I guess she had some kid out of wedlock before that, but supposedly he's a Huntington. Everyone just assumes. Okay. Right. They had some weird will thing. I don't get it. He told me the whole thing. I nodded and said yes. Then, then here's the crazy ass part. The rich dude that he dies. The younger wife marries his nephew. Okay, and then that's when I said to the docent, that sounds like the next HBO limited series that should happen. <laughs> and he totally agreed with me. Right. You guys should pitch it together. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm I am wonder- Jamie. This is the docent. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's a good collaborator and we could work okay together. I hope so. Uh, so anyway, he tells us that Huntington Richie, Rich, gifted the Japanese garden to his wife, meaning second wife, the mistress. Yes. Arabella, not the first one. I guess she doesn't matter, you know. And it was like a birthday gift for her. And what did David say? And then David was like, man, that must have been hard. He had to be like, don't go in this part of the yard for like two years. (laughs) The yard. I think I added the yard. I think I added the yard. <laughs> so, <laughs> stay away from that corner of the yard for two years. For two years, and happy birthday, honey! So I'm sitting uh, on I'm sitting on my bench. Oh, and you're then, having your lovely bench, and you're keeping me apprised of your locations. Well, because I said, okay, here's where we're going: Chinese Garden. Because David wanted to see the bonsai trees, and we learned yeah. about the Shinju trees, which are bonsai trees, but Chinese or yeah. Sorry. And I said, when you guys but, left, yeah. I said, keep me posted on your movements where yes. you're going to be. And so I get a text a little bit, you know, and, uh, after, a, after a while. 25 minutes Yeah, later. 25 minutes. I get a text that says, now we're in the Japanese garden. Heading to the bonsai courtyard. And I said, that's you know what? what? I said. I'm going to, are you sure that's what you said? I said, we're heading to the bonsai courtyard. I'm going to look it up. I know I had to write courtyard <laughs> twice. <laughs> Don't. You dare question me in front of everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Headed to Bonsai Court in Japanese Garden. Okay, we're we're both both right. right. Yeah, and that's the secret of marriage. Marriage. You have to always both be right. (laughs) Or both be wrong. That's right. You can't have it. (laughs) One person cannot be right. Either both are right or both are wrong. So I said, okay, I'm going to go find these guys. Because I had a nice little little meditative rest, and I was proud that even like the we've been to the Hundred Gardens together a bunch of times, but it's definitely you've been there more than I've I. Been like twice as many, and it's definitely more your thing than it is my thing. My membership, you can you can stay I share there with him though. <laughs> yeah, which I appreciate. Married, we own fifty percent of each other's. That's right. 
Um, but I was proud that I got there from memory. I know. Cause you said, do you know how I found you? And I said, Oh, find friends. <laughs> and you said, no, <laughs> I just like guessed. It was very easy. And I was like, what? Yeah. And he totally just walked up and from afar, I saw Kilo Paul bopping his head up. In the horizon. I knew you guys would be. I knew you guys would be up with those bonsai trees still. I was because I knew, like, when you were leaving the Chinese gardens, like by the time I got to where you were, you would be at the bonsai trees. I was because impressed. I wasn't stopping to look at anything. I was I, just like on a straight line, and I was impressed. I was like, "Oh my god, there's Paul!" I was like, "Oh my god, there's Paul!" I'm so excited. It made me feel good Your that I was able to was do like it. Like bopping up, and then <laughs> we decided. We were going to get the purple ice cream. Yeah. That we went back. You know, it's a periwinkle blue. I hate to correct you. What? It's blue. It's a beautiful periwinkle blue. I don't remember. I ate it so fast. It was honey That was lavender. the one thing that I didn't take a picture of. Yeah. David might have taken a picture of the Oh, the wait. He did, yeah. I think. He did say that. So we was. went back to the coffee shop where it all began. We <laughs> got... We each got... That honey lavender ice cream. It was fun. It was fucking delicious. Also, we were so hot and sweaty at this point. Like ice cream. I don't care what flavor it was. We just deserved <laughs> a cold. It was perfect ice dessert. cream weather and a perfect ice cream event. It really was. And I and this is the other thing I pointed out. Huntington Gardens really should hire me because I've got a carnival barker coming. <laughs> I've got like Basically, I said they needed to have little carts, like those hand carts all spread around selling popsicles, like with a freezer and a pot, you know, like gourmet. I think they don't want the mess. I think they don't want people littering and shit. They have fucking trash cans everywhere. I know, but you can't trust people. You think? You can't trust people. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, then what could it be that doesn't have anything left behind? I think everyone, I think they should have like people walking around with spray bottles full of cold water and they just (laughs) spray you in the face. (laughs) You have to say, can I get a spritz? And then they, they spritz you in the face. Really? Would you hate it? No. Wouldn't it be, I think it would be actually kind of fun. It's like, that reminds me like Palm Springs or Vegas where they have those like, the misters. The misters yeah. on the... We have that uh, in, in our neighborhood somewhere. But... There's one. Wouldn't... I mean, this is different, though. This is like cold water just right in your face. It's, it's not a mist. This is like a spray. You know what I mean? Yes. I think it would be like, very refreshing. And no mess. Well, then... But there's... It's like iced. It's like iced. Is that what you're thinking? It's very cold. Maybe there's ice cubes in the bottle. To keep it cold. What about... And these people always stay in the shade. And then they see you coming, you're out in the sun, and they walk towards you, and they're like, would you like a spritz? And you say yes, and they spray you right in the fucking Okay, face. can I say something that happened to me once that was like... Uh-oh. Amazing. No, it was amazing. Oh, oh good. I... Then there, yes. There was a time before COVID hmm. that I used to partake. In hot yoga. Yes, that's right. Now, 
not cement. <laughs> Seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> Seems weird. Given what we know now? That I did that. Yeah. That I allowed bodies to sweat on me. But mm-hmm. for some reason, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I went to this hot yoga place once. This was back in Charleston because they don't do this here. And after the end of the hot yoga session, when you're like, you're like, oh, you like do your savasana. That's like when you lie in corpse pose, speaking of corpse flowers, mm-hmm. corpse pose. And you're like kind of, you know, allowing your body to rest. And then someone went around in this and passed out these like icy, cold, wet, uh, hand towels, like face towels that had been like in frozen water or something. And mm. they smelled like lavender. Mm. And so they would come around and then like give you this freezing cold towel of lavender on your face to put on your face mm-hmm. to, cause you're like hot and sweaty. Like you're about to pass out. Like it's probably like not even a healthy thing to do. <laughs> <yoga. laughs> Comes to find out. <laughs> That's what they need to pass out at Huntington Gardens are mm. chilled. Cause they're towels that you don't throw in the trash. You throw them in the laundry bin. Yes. But then do you have to stand there? You have to do it. And then because you don't, you can't let people wander off with them. Like so then the, the attendant who's giving you this uh, has yeah. to wait and retrieve Shit. it from you. You're right. The bottle spritz. I'm telling you, this is the way to go. So it's just someone going around spraying like they're training a cat. Yeah, exactly. To get off the table. Exactly. But not the jet stream. <laughs> it's the spray. So it's not the hard jet. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait, I- wait, wait. So we got the ice cream and it was very satisfying. Um, and then that was it, right? That was our time. Wait, was that it? That was it. That was our time at Huntington Gardens. (laughs) It was also like, kind of like, we probably could have spent more time there if it wasn't so hot. Yeah. But because it is so vast, David made a good, uh, suggestion, which is to go every season. Sure. Winter, spring, summer, fall. Yes. Definitely. I like that idea. I think that's good. But I also like go more than that. Just me personally, because well, I have the, course, I have like course, a carte blanche, you know, you know, yeah. That's just my whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, it well, was like it w- If you come to LA and you want to go to Pasadena and see some awesome gardens, I highly recommend the Huntington Gardens. It costs twenty five freaking bucks to get in, unless you have a membership, mm-hmm. which pays for itself if you live in LA. And let me tell you something: if you have elderly parents. This is the kind of shit they love. But I take my mom. We call it catnip for moms. It is it is parent catnip. It is. I love it. Yeah, it's beautiful. All right. Do you have any recommendations this week? Well, it's funny because we... I have a recommendation that was a recommendation, but I can't... This is a bit... This is an instant turnaround. But I can't really recommend it fully... Yet, because I've only listened to one episode. Mm-hmm. But our friends Amy and Michael were talking about this podcast about that breaks down the emotional uh, details of the breakup of the Beatles. And I started it today, and it's very loose. It's not, you know, it's not structured in any way. Right. But um, I have to say, I enjoy 
the deep dive. Even mm-hmm. if I agree or disagree, it doesn't matter because all of this is speculative anyway because John Lennon has passed away. Yeah. But I forgot the name of it and you're the one who told me the name it's of it. It's called One Sweet Dream. Okay, it's a podcast. It's yeah. called One Sweet Dream. Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my only recommendation. Do you have one? Um, but, oh, wait. But, 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 yeah. I did finish Sharon Stone's memoir and I liked it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just like I read actresses' memoirs, guys. Hey, man, you don't have to explain yourself. That's the recommendation. Take it or leave it. I don't care if you like it. You don't have to read it. (laughs) I would like to recommend... um, I'm going to recommend two things. First of all, uh, our friends Amanda London and Maria Blasucci, who have the podcast The Big Ones, are doing a different series um, that's in the same feed called Playcation, where they plan out uh, vacations in various places based on they, – they have to spin a wheel and determine what their budget is, what the wild card thing that would happen, who they're traveling with, all this stuff. And then they sort of plan vacations based on that in various exotic spots in the world. Okay. And it's really fun. Okay. And they also they, – <laughs> they build little stories around – their vacations. Right, because they're nuts in a good... Because they're, they're nuts. In a fun way. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a mean way they're fun. That's right. And I also want to recommend um, this podcast called Knock It Off with Sam, Kirk, and John. This is three guys that are exploring um, movies that are knockoffs of famous movies. What? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Well, it's like... Like Pulp Fiction was a big success, right? And then there were movies like Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead, which were clearly inspired by Pulp Fiction. Like kind of like derivative? Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And they're doing, right now they're doing um, Jaws knockoffs and they get into like Piranha. There's one. Oh, right. Okay. There's one that's about a bear, like a grizzly bear. Wait, I have to find the name of that one because it's... Did you see in the news today about that guy who was rescued? Did you see that? No. Can you give me more information? From a grizzly bear, perhaps? So this guy, I don't have the full story, but he was (laughs) out in the wilderness and he was being fucking harassed by a grizzly bear. And so he... Harassed? Yes, and he was like... What, I, well, what does that mean? <laughs> like, trying to be killed by... And then, so... and then Attacked. He was attacked. <laughs> he was attacked by a bear, repeated... repeated. Like, yeah, people getting harassed by a shark. And then he was like... There was, like, a cabin, and, like, the door had been ripped off by the bear. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking wrote SOS on the roof. And then the rescuer saw... The SOS and they fucking rescued him from the bear. So he managed to get up on the roof and the bear couldn't get up there. Well, and he I, wrote SOS. I don't know about that. Do you think the bear helped him write SOS? <laughs> <laughs> bear was like, I'm in trouble too. I don't know all this. Listen, I skimmed. I skimmed. Sure. You got the highlights. I was trying to vamp. Bear attack rescue. While you were looking for your thing. Grizzly was the name Grizzly. of the movie. Grizzly. Grizzly. Yeah. That's why Werner Hurst talk had to say Grizzly Man instead of. Because it was already. <laughs> Probably. Exactly. Taken. You don't want to get sued by the makers of Grizzly. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, we'll be back in a couple weeks. 
Uh, oh, yeah. We, we might are be... Stay of Homekins on Instagram and Twitter, stayofhomekins at gmail.com if you want to write to us. We appreciate everything that yep. everyone says to us. All the nice things. All the nice things. If you say not nice things, we, we don't, don't appreciate we it We don't much. appreciate yeah. it. I'm sorry, but the nice ones, yes. But we had a couple movie watch-along ideas, which we will discuss. I think we had a couple good ones uh, recently. The problem is I never write them down when I say them out loud. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out together. <laughs> I, I, I have the same problem. But we'll be back in a couple weeks. Until then, stay, stay safe. safe. Stay, stay sane, sane and, and stay, stay strong. strong. And visit kinshipgoods.com for merch. <laughs>